With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Has LeBron James changed his mind again? Welcome in. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. A quick note, literally just popped up on my phone answering a it wasn't a topic that we talked about a little bit earlier, but the Titans did place Ryan Tannehill on injured reserve, so there will be no miraculous recovery for him to play Week 18 against the Jaguars. So that lends more to the, is tonight to rest Malik Willis and protect him, or is it Josh Dobbs's audition to start for the Titans in Week 18 in that winner-take-division matchup with the Jaguars? Get Bucky on Twitter, at Bucky Brooks. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. We're going to hear from LeBron James in just a second. But, Bucky, when I ask you about LeBron James and where he stands in his career and what he would want to accomplish for the rest of his career, what do you think is at the top of LeBron James's wish list for what he he wants to accomplish in his career. I think he would say that he would want to win one more title, but I think it's really about the scoring record surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because then that would be his best argument to be able to say that he's the greatest of all time. It's like his trump card to be if people are pointing to it, he could always point to, well, I've scored the most points. And I thought that Dirk Nowitzki on, on Christmas uh, really actually gave a really good argument for why he thinks LeBron is special and why he has himself questioning whether Michael Jordan is the GOAT or not because of the level of play that LeBron James has been uh, providing 
in year 20. Uh, 27 points last night, nine rebounds, six assists, but it came in a loss to the Miami Heat. After the game, LeBron James uh, was asked about, I guess, what he wants to uh, accomplish for the rest of his career. This is what LeBron had to say when he spoke with reporters after that loss in Miami last night. As long as my mind stays in it, I can play at this level for for a minute. It's up to my mind. It's not my body. It's gonna be okay because if my mind into it, my, I would make sure my body's taken care of, and I'll continue to put in the work. I'm a, I'm a winner, and I want to win. And um, you know, I want to win and, and give myself a chance to win and still compete for championships. That has always been my my passion. Has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18 year old kid out of Akron, Ohio, and I know it takes steps to get there. But once you get there, and you know how to get there, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not it's not in my DNA it's not in my DNA um, anymore so there's LeBron James now there's another contradiction that comes uh, with all of this when LeBron has talked about his future and the future that he has in the NBA we've also heard LeBron Bucky say I want to play with Bronny like that's a you know father son sort of thing. Like his goal uh, before he ends up retiring is I want to play with with my son, and and I love when athletes speak. I, I do. I my my New Year's resolution in 2022, Bucky, was to not get on athletes when they are actually talking and giving answers. Because a lot of times we get coach speak, we get cliches, I don't think it's interesting, so I want to appreciate when athletes or coaches actually give us real information. Now the problem with LeBron comes is a lot of times this contradicts for whatever is going on at this point. And so now you have one point LeBron saying, I want to play with Bronny, now it's I want to win. Um, If he's saying that he wants to win, makes me just really believe that he's just never trusted anybody in a front office, maybe outside of Pat Riley, to do anything for the team or a head coach. You bring up the scoring title. It's just a. It's just another layer of LeBron James uh, talking about his legacy, talking about his future, but this time again with a different answer. Yeah, LeBron is is different, but I'm gonna give him some grace because I feel like he's evolved. All right, the comments about wanting to play with Bronny. I mean, everybody, every father would love to play with his son in the National Basketball Association. But I think as he gets more information on his son and maybe realizes that his son isn't a a prodigy to come right into the league, he might have changed that goal and may make it more about playing and wanting to win championships and those things. And so um, I'm going to take him at his word and say he wants to play at a high level. He wants to win. But I don't see winning in the courts unless – he joins a team that's already loaded, and he's the cherry on top of the Sunday. I don't think a team can win a title because of LeBron James. I think they can win it if he's a complement to what they already have. Well, there's also the fact too he signs the two-year extension with the Lakers, uh, you know, just a few months back, and a two-year, ninety-seven million dollar deal. And mm-hmm. to your point of the team that is built around him. Um, some of the reasons why they're in the spots are they are because of things that LeBron wanted or wanted done with the organization. Now, there, there, it's kind of twofold with me when it comes to LeBron and the Lakers and thinking about like what LeBron wants. Like, I, I think that the Lakers as an organization love that LeBron is going to break the scoring record in his uniform. I'm not mm-hmm. sure on how many Laker fans 
love that. I'm sure that some of them do, but I also think that some of them may not. Some may be Kareem fans, or Kareem stands, however you want to put it. But there, there may be some split with that. But I also like when you look at just again how the team is built and what LeBron has done and how they're constructed, and then for LeBron to sit there and, and say like I just want to win if my mind is right. Well, they, it, his mind better be right because he's the reason that a lot of these moves were made. He's a, a, a big reason why this roster is constructed the way that he is and 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 then that ends up contradicting because if he's the guy who's making the choices like I want Russell Westbrook you know we need to get AD in here they did get the one title but again he's the one still pulling the strings and in a way it's just kind of I don't know I just feel he's maybe talking out of both sides of his mouth when it comes to this whatever whatever feels right at the time is what what LeBron is going to say well I mean he's going to say that and and he he, that's, that's who he is. I think we've been around him enough to know that sometimes he just goes and talks and he's a little long-winded in those things. I'll say this. He he did what he set out to do with the Lakers. They won a title, regardless of whether it was in the bubble or not. They won a title. Uh, he brought AD over, and in theory, it was a great move because when AD is healthy and ready to rock, it's a very, very tough and challenging Lakers team to deal with. The problem is, AD's never healthy for a full stretch of games. And so we haven't necessarily seen the version of the Lakers that everyone talked about or envisioned. We haven't seen that team really play much. Uh, but going forward, I don't know, man. The West is different. I'm looking at yeah. the Pelicans. You know, I'm looking at some of these other teams. I just don't see a path to a title for the Lakers unless there's a major overall. You know what's interesting as well is like, did like when we look back on it, I don't think Laker fans would feel – the same way, but it is is his obligation to the Lakers complete because of that 2020 title? Like for the because when LeBron left Cleveland, it wasn't the breakup that it was the first time. I think when LeBron left and they lost to the Warriors in the finals, he kind of knew it was the end. I think Cleveland was ready for a new start. LeBron was obviously ready for a new start. And so you knew LeBron was going to go somewhere, and the Lakers were a team that you thought of. And But at that time, remember, the Warriors are still the dominant team in the NBA. And I, and I just don't know if people had you know, were misguided and what sort of team the Lakers could put together or thinking like, wow, you put LeBron on the Lakers. Now look at what they're going to be able to put together. But realistically, like to win a title in what is the Golden State era, if you will, I think is almost an accomplishment in and of itself where maybe LeBron has accomplished what he set out to do. And, and I know that's not up to Laker standards when Kobe and Shaq are three-peating and Magic and Kareem are winning title after title in the 80s. But I just don't know like how high the ceiling was. This was never a this was never a three championship stop when he came to LA. And maybe those expectations are the ones that that are never going to be reached because those fans were maybe out of touch with how really who LeBron was and where the NBA was at this time. Yeah, but the thing about Laker fans is the Laker fans will never fully embrace LeBron James because he's the anti-Kobe, right? And since Kobe has passed, the legend has grown in terms of the way Kobe did it, the way the Mamba mentality has been celebrated, the aggressiveness, how Kobe kind of played everything to the end. Well, that's not LeBron's character. LeBron's not a villain. Kobe didn't mind being the villain. And so because they're polar opposites in terms of their demeanor, I don't think LeBron could ever win over L.A., um, a Laker town, just because he is so opposite to what 
Kobe is and and the legend that Kobe has become since passing. Yeah, and 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 the bubble title is it's funny because of of a couple of things. Number one, any non-Laker fan will not give the Lakers credit for that title, saying that the break of COVID, how it set up, gave the Lakers the reset. But I do think in the heart of hearts of Laker fans that in their mind this isn't that that wasn't the real championship. The real championship comes on the floor at Staples or Crypto.com, which it's called now. That's where the real title then comes. And then there's a parade, and then you celebrate. Like I know Laker fans want to say it is a title, and it is an NBA title. But I think even deep down inside, they wanted more. They wanted more of that title feeling than what they got in 2020, just because the, the world was in a different place. So they made the world was in a different well. place. Yeah, completely. Yeah, the world was in a different place. You didn't even have a chance to have a parade. No, you know, you didn't have a chance to really have all the stuff that you normally have when you're a champion. And so, I can understand that being frustrating. I can understand um, Lakers and Laker fans feeling like it's been minimized. Even LeBron James has talked about, "Hey, man, I want, I want, I want the little uh, celebration like everybody else had." So I get it. It's like having a uh, 50th birthday party when someone has turned 53. You know, like, oh, we're selling, celebrating it from three years ago. Um, welcome in. Still, you have to buy an, an expensive gift. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. I'm not saying that's happening, but still, it's like celebrating a birthday party three years too late. Now you can't have the celebration anymore. It's way down the road. Get Bucky on Twitter, at Bucky Brooks. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's Bucky Brooks. Glad that you're hanging out. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire. Cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty. Free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. College football playoff coming up on Saturday. Bowl games. A bunch of bowl games still to be played. We'll be joined by the lead betting analyst at at PicksWise, and of course, the co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff each Saturday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Jared Smith's going to be joining us in about five minutes or so. I do want to ask you this, Bucky, because off the top of the show, I was critical of the NFL for not mm-hmm. recognizing the importance of fantasy football and not taking in the uh, situations that may end up popping up in fantasy football. We've also <laughs> seen we've seen a change as of late in the NFL, that's the expanded playoffs. Last couple of years, seven teams from each conference ending up making it to the postseason. One team getting a bye in each conference, but you have Wild Card Weekend. Instead of having four games, you now have six games. And we've obviously added another game to the regular season and have a 17th game. But the reason for the added playoff was for money. It's always to do about money. That's why we have it. But sometimes there are unintended consequences. I would say one of the unintended consequences that you have are not real playoff teams making the playoffs. But another unintended consequence is you got a lot of teams that are still in the playoff hunt in the final week or two of the NFL season. So as the NFL expands with the seventh seed in each conference, Are you a fan of the expansion to add that extra team in the conference? Now that we've had a couple of years of it, now that we're smack dab in the middle of this time and seeing a lot of teams still able to get in, are you a fan of the seventh seed in the AFC and NFC? I actually am a fan because what it does, it creates more interest in the league the more teams that you have. Just think about all the teams that are hovering um, on the board in the hunt. That's what we always talk about. Can you have your team's name in the hunt when we're in week 17 and 18 when it comes to talking about playoffs. And so the more teams that you have interested, the more fans that are going to tune in and watch these hotly contested divisional games in week 17 and 18. I like the buy for the second seed. It's it's I, I don't like them having to play a game against a seventh seed. And there have been times where the, you know the Colts gave the Bills a run for their money a couple of couple of uh, weeks ago. 
But that is that may be a necessary evil where I am actually on your side. I, while I don't think that the Steelers are a playoff team, and I don't necessarily look at my Seahawks as a true playoff team, they are in the playoff hunt. And there is something to that. And if you don't have that game or if you have these standings the way that they were now, it really would make uh, this week and next week at times for some teams uh, completely unimportant. I know that the Panthers and Saints in the playoff hunt right now also have the division the, to look at in the NFC South. But wildcard-wise, it allows a team like the Lions to have that sort of surge. So I am actually – I will take the negativity of the crappy wildcard game that we get between a two and a seven seed. And I've actually changed about this because I really felt that the two seed should be able to get a bye. But what it's also done – is it has also made the top of the bracket more important. So Buffalo-Cincinnati mm-hmm. on Monday night may be the game of the year, considering what is at stake and how how the ramifications that it could have in the trickle-down effect of not only Buffalo continuing to, to hold on to home field, but what it means for Cincinnati, what it means for Kansas City, what it means for the Baltimore Ravens. All of that is into effect because now you have that top seed uh, the only the only real reward you would get from the regular season. So I will give the NFL their flowers in, in, in getting the expanded playoff right for making the rest of the regular season a little bit more important, even though we, I don't think we have great playoff games to watch. Man, I like whatever whatever you consume during the break. The little positivity juice. How about that? That you that you that you drank. That was New Year's resolution. Yes, that was very that was very positive on the league and the number one seed and the number one seed getting to buy and how everybody else has to earn everything. I like that. I, I understand what you're saying because the probability of an upset between two and seven doesn't appear likely, but you never know. That's why you got to play the game. You just never know. The like the like the Bears when they made it a couple of years ago and had to play the Saints. Like they weren't a playoff team. The Steelers were not a playoff team last year. They they made the playoffs, but they weren't a playoff team. And so that game against the Chiefs just left a lot to be desired. I I'm, I'm gonna leave you with some words of wisdom, okay? You take the good, you take the bad, and you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. That is what you that those if you want to put that on a on a wall hanging, feel free to do so, Bucky, <laughs> because that is what the NFL. Oh that God. is that is what I've done with the seventh seed uh, for the NFL. I, I will I will I will take the good um, because uh, you know I'll take the bad because I like the good that came from it. All right, get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. We're going to talk some college football next. How about that? You good with that? I am great on that. All right, especially because. Carolina's season is in the rearview mirror after last night's tough loss in the Holiday Bowl. Uh, here to break down the Sun Bowl and so much more. You hear him every Saturday morning as the co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff each Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Brian Noe and Rich Ornberger are alongside of the one and only lead betting analyst at PixWise, Jared Lee Smith, joins us. Jared, how's it going? I actually gave out your Twitter handle. It's just Jared Smith, but you're on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Uh, what's going on, Jared? Yeah, my, my mom would be thrilled. She, <laughs> Jared she loved Lee, my middle get name. over here yeah. right now. Right? She, uh, it, it's funny. She thought I was going to be a rock star. She named me after Tommy <laughs> Lee, and that did not go well. So here I am breaking down college football uh, games. Sorry, Mom, hey, but I love you anyway. Big shoes to fill. Uh, big yeah, shoes right. to fill. You can catch uh, Jared, Rich, and, and, and Brian. <laughs> 
every Saturday, again, 9 o'clock Eastern time. Listen live on any Fox Sports Radio affiliate or on the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. All right, I'm going to give you just a theory. With all of these opt-outs, transfer portal, this and that, I feel like I should just bet the uh, underdog in every college football <laughs> postseason game. If I did that, would I be making money? Would I be losing money? Is that a smart a way to go about things? But how do you handle all of these opt-ins, opt-outs, coaching moves in, in a bowl-like season? It's definitely tough. And I think the one thing that I've learned so far during this bowl season is, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, everyone's opting out. So this team isn't going to be motivated, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to fade the other team. And, you know, while on, on the surface, I think that makes sense. It doesn't really seem to be what I've noticed so far. And the one thing I've noticed so far, and I think we used the Arkansas-Kansas game last night is like the absolute perfect lens to, to look through this. By the way, underdog so far, 14-12 and 12 against okay. the spread this bowl season. So you're, you're not exactly making a killing doing that. Um, you're just kind of treading water there. But sure. I, I think the one thing I've learned watching these games, and again, the Arkansas-Kansas game last night, it, if the talent gap between the two programs is so large – is the backups or even the third stringers for Arkansas playing really a difference against Kansas's first stringers? And that's kind of what I saw last night. And I know Kansas had this crazy comeback and they, and they tied the game and almost won and, and, you know, they covered the spread and that's all well and good. But I think in general, the narrative that, up oh, this team has a bunch of opt-outs, it's all backups. Well, who are the backups and who are they facing? Because it does seem like the backups are playing a little more inspired because maybe this is their only chance to play and get on a big stage and get that NIL deal next year. So I, I think this has been such a unique bowl season, but that nuance when you're handicapping the games can be a little bit confusing sometimes. You know, it's funny you talked about the nuance and knowing who the backups are. So in taking the bowls and taking the recruiting list and the recruiting rankings, will that play a part when you think about the opt-outs and who could be up, which team has more four and five stars that are kind of in the holster who might have an opportunity to play in the bowl season? 100%. I think teams with more, like for example, Alabama, I think in, in the Sugar Bowl is literally the perfect example because there are going to be some backups playing in that game that are not, you know, the typical starters that maybe Nick Saban recruited, but you also have this incredible class coming in. So those guys that are kind of in no man's land where they're not quite starters on Alabama, they're probably good enough to be starters and get a good NIL deal at another Power 5 program. This is their opportunity because they know – recruit X, Y, and Z is, is coming in next year and he's playing your exact position. So there are a lot of nuances, I think, that the transfer portal has opened up and not traditional handicapping methods for bowl games. For example, usually in bowl games, you want to bet as early as possible because you get good information. And then by the time you get to the day of the game, your number is so good. You can either come back on the other side or you just feel so great about your bet. I almost skew to the other side now because of how many late opt-outs we saw. For example, Minnesota's All-American Center about 45 minutes before the game. We found out news about that. And I'll be honest, it changes the way I think about Minnesota's offense. The first, snap, the first drive of the game, a snap went underneath the quarterback leg. So I, I just think it, it's hard with the, the way that the, it's structured now to really get a sense early on and, and I'd rather wait for the market to settle and get the actual news on who's playing in the game before I fire away. I thought the Gophers did that to honor the Yankees in their performance <laughs> of the ALCS. Ground like, ball. Yeah, yeah just Ground ball on side. <laughs> like the tip of the cap to you for uh, getting demolished by the, uh, the Astros. Uh, Jared Smith joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Looking ahead to the semifinals this weekend, there doesn't seem to be really any movement from when the 
these matchups uh, were unveiled. Is, is there a reason for that? Is that abnormal in any way? That's pretty normal. So usually with these games, the line opens and the betters, the sharp betters at, you know, there's really three or four sports books, you know, around the globe and, and in Vegas that set the lines, that originate the lines, and then the, all the other sports books just kind of copy them. So when those sports books drop the lines right when the games are announced, I think it was the day, the night of, or, or the morning after the, uh, the announcement, you'll see some initial waves of money because the, the you know, sophisticated money, they see their number and then they see what the number was posted and there's a difference there and they'll bet it right away. And then after, you know, a few volleys of that, you'll get a market that sets itself. And then for the most part, you know, we're about a month removed from that. Nothing really happens. Over the next 24 hours or so, let's call it Saturday morning, you'll start to see limits expand at the sports books, and you'll start to see more sophisticated money enter the market, and you'll see these numbers move again. And really, the next big move, because of how close both games are gravitating towards key numbers, are going to be very impactful. For example, if TCU gets bought back down to seven, I think that's where you're going to see Michigan money step in. On the other side, if Ohio State gets pushed up to seven, that's where you're going to see some Buckeyes money step into the market and buy that down. So it, it, it's just like buy and sell stocks, and, and that's how the professional bettors view it. They don't really think of the narratives. It's more about numbers, and I do think you'll see some movement over the next day or so as we get closer to game time. You know, in, in, in thinking about that, um, these, these games that we're going to watch in the playoffs, uh, the quarterbacks, how much do you pay attention to quarterback play when beginning to think about setting the line? The guys who have to start quarterbacks as opposed to the guys who might have system quarterbacks. The quarterback in certain situations can be upwards of 10 points on, on, on a spread, depending on how big the gap is between the starter and the backup. And I, I think, you know, we have four quarterbacks in a college football playoff that are probably playing at the highest level right now, with the exception of one. And I think if you were going to rank the four quarterbacks in terms of their talent and the system they play in, I think it's obvious J.J. McCarthy would be the fourth guy on the list. I would put, you know, Stroud at the top, obviously. And then I would probably put Bennett at two just because of the system that he plays in. And Todd Munkin's so good at getting guys in the right place and making it easy for Stetson Bennett. And I think Duggan's got the heart and the hustle. He's got great wide receivers on the outside. And let's be honest, J.J. McCarthy's numbers overall this season have been pretty poor. I know you look at the Ohio State game and he hit all those big explosive plays. Well, those three plays were about half of his passing yards and his completion rate was sub-50%. So I think that game, Michigan-TCU, how the game script goes, can TCU get off to a good start? Can they stop the run? Can they put J.J. McCarthy in obvious passing situations? If that happens, that's the recipe for an upset because I do think overall I put McCarthy at the bottom of the quarterback list this weekend. Jared Smith joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, lead betting analyst at PicksWise, also co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff each Saturday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, presented by BetMGM. All right, let's get into some games. Now, for... I don't believe, Jared, that there was a time that I have ever seen an over-under of 31 without the names <laughs> Army or Navy <laughs> next door. But that's what we've got with Iowa and Kentucky uh, coming up in the Music City Bowl. Um, it, it, have, any time without an Army or Navy playing, have we seen an over-under like this that you can remember? 2008, There were some. it's the lowest total in, in like 15 years or so. 
Um, but again, think about how much the game has evolved since then. Sure. So yeah. it's just it's it's really hard apples to oranges, and my database only goes back to about 2005 with college football. So there's just and anything prior to that, I mean, you, you're you're grasping at straws if you're trying to make any comparisons. Uh, but I'll be honest, and I was saying might want to turn off the uh, turn off the dial for this one. I I, I do kind of like Iowa in the game, but I, I would bet under. I, I honestly would. Um, <laughs> it, I, know, I know, I know, I know that sounds crazy. And the first half total in this game, fourteen and a half, is is the lowest first half total I've ever seen in in a college football game that I can ever recall. Um, but I don't understand how anyone's moving the ball in this game. I mean, the quarterbacks are all out. The best pass catcher for Iowa is their tight end, Dunn. You know, running back, uh, Rodriguez for Kentucky's out. Levis obviously opting out. I mean, I, I, I don't understand where the offense is coming from. And 31 points, like, uh, there has to be some score. Like, it has to be on the defensive side or in special sure. teams because I just don't know where it's going to come I, from. I would say it's also supposed to rain because I know, like, tonight. Oh, that just, makes it even better. Yeah, and, not, and you're playing an NFL game. On the same field, and then a college football game two days that later. Matters. Yeah, maybe it should be down to twenty-one. Um, but this is going to get bet. I think this closes at thirty. I, I do, and and then I think at some point you see some, you know, stubborn, sophisticated better come in and bet over just based sure. on the number. But I'm already seeing thirty and a half at one of the sharper books in town. I, I think by Saturday this gets to thirty. I honestly do. What, what about UCLA? We mentioned them earlier in their Sun Bowl matchup against Pitt, who needed help from the UTEP basketball coach to get some players to town. What about the Sun Bowl coming up in El Paso? Yeah, starting to see some moving here towards UCLA. And it's been pretty hot and heavy over the last, I want to say, 24 to 48 hours. I mean, this line was three and a half a week ago, and now it's eight. And obviously, you've got a lot of Pittsburgh opt-outs. And, and I don't know how Pittsburgh's you know, really going to move the ball in this game, frankly. Um, you know, with Slovis in the transfer portal, and you know, you got their entire running back group and a bunch of offensive tackles and, and defenders. I mean, these are a lot of key guys um, on this on this Pittsburgh team, UCLA, not a whole lot of opt-outs. In fact, pretty much their entire yeah. team's playing. Um, we'll see about Charbonnet. I, I think from what I've heard, DTR's like 50-50, Bobo's like 80-20 yes, and Charbonnet's the one question mark that might be a, an, an opt-out. But I think if DTR plays, and the line movement over the last day or so tells me he is going to play, market usually picks up on these things first, I, I think – UCLA rolls because I just don't see how Pittsburgh moves the ball in this game. One more for tomorrow, and then we'll let you go. Uh, if Tennessee and Clemson played in any other bowl but the Orange Bowl, I'd have a problem with it. It is so <laughs> fitting. But Vols, obviously, no Hendon Hooker. Clemson had their own quarterback issues, and now DJ's gone. Um, how does that play out in, in Miami? And yeah, this night? line's a little interesting, right? Like Clemson being favored almost by a full touchdown. Yeah. Um, I, I, what has Clemson done this year to warrant that? And I, again, you, you mentioned the opt-outs for Tennessee, and they're certainly warranted. Um, Milton's been an interesting story. Of course, he had to transfer out, and then you know he didn't play much. Did, we didn't know what uh, you know they had with Hooker, and they ended up having basically a Heisman Trophy candidate. But on the other side, I just I, I don't know what Clemson's done. And this is you know Kate Klubnik's first big game against an SEC team. And I think, again, what do we talk about at the top of the show? I think even though there's a lot of opt-outs on Tennessee, there's probably like the second string guys are just as good, I think, um, with this with this team. So I, I kind of like the points with the Vols here. You're going to give me almost a touchdown with an SEC team against Clemson with a basically a rookie starting quarterback. I think that's how I'll go there. Uh, Orange Fest uh, tomorrow night. Jared, we appreciate it. Can't wait to listen to you guys again on New Year's Eve. And, uh, yeah, thanks for all the help all season. Talk to appreciate you Appreciate you guys. Good luck this week. Jared Smith, get him on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Again, lead betting analyst at PicksWise and co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Each 
Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern time, where you can listen live on any of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates or on the iHeartRadio app, all presented by BetMGM. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. Bucky, what do you know? Someone actually agrees with me. You'll hear from that person next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Gottlieb Show at Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. See him on the NFL Network. Hear him on the Move the Sticks pod. Also right here on Fox Sports Radio Sunday mornings. You, Andy Furman, Mike Harmon, all getting together, having a good time. Regular season is, yeah, just close to wrapping up. It's two more weeks to go. And uh, then it will be playoff time. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Foxes. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Does the season, because your life is football, does it go quick for you, Bucky, or is it a long haul? Uh, I was a little longer just because of the high school stuff. Sure. I've just been so conditioned that high school kind of ends in November, and then the focus goes to all the other stuff like the NFL, college, or whatever. But to have all of the seasons, high school, college, and pro going to December. Yeah, it's been a little longer. 
And it doesn't end for you. The other guys, they can ride off in the sunset. You've got draft stuff then to deal with now all the way through May. And then, uh, then it all starts. Then it all starts up again in the summer. So, uh, oh, good times. You- imagine if I had fantasy football also going. Oh like you're man, mad. you don't want that. Man, in your imagine life. if I had that. Imagine if I had fantasy football going. You don't want that. Because you're in your big life. mad today. You're so mad. But I feel like I need to be big mad today to share in some of the stuff that you're angry about in week 17 and 18. So I'm I looking, may consider it next year. I'm looking out for the people that aren't looked out for. That's that's what I'm doing. And for once, Bucky, someone is agreeing with me. Yes, you're going to hear it in the segment we like to call. And now. <laughs> this has nothing to do with fantasy football, Bucky. But earlier today on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Brady Quinn weighed in on Derek Carr and his, I don't know, being pushed aside by the Raiders. You can't tell me that Derek Carr doesn't give them the best chance to win football games and that Jared Stidham gives them a better chance. I don't care that Derek Carr is leading the league in interceptions at 14, by the way, right now. 14. We've seen guys throw 30, okay? Damn right. I mean, Jameis Winston (laughs) led the league in passing yards and threw 30 interceptions. This isn't even half that, all right? And, and, And again, he's in the new system, all that stuff. So, Let's you know he's played bad, but guess what? He hasn't been the worst quarterback this year in that division, has he? No, Probably not. I think no. that title goes to Russell Wilson Russell this year. Russell Wilson, yeah. So we could say whatever we want about Derek Carr's play. He's the career leader in passing yards, in touchdowns. Last year when that place was a flipping circus, you know who stepped up in front of the mic every single time? Derek Carr. That's the guy who represented that team. I think this is such a bad, bad way of handling this and handling him because it's unfair for everything that he's been through. You know, he's had the worst defense over his career in Las Vegas. And that was a lot of my point yesterday when we were talking about this, Bucky, is there's just a lot of equity that Derek Carr built up. And the message that was coming out of Las Vegas was, mutual decision. And guess what? Derek Carr's not going to be active. He's going to be inactive. He's going to be away from the team. And when I heard that Derek Carr is going to be a distraction, I thought to myself, there is no way. Like, How in the world is Derek Carr a distraction? He's never been a distraction at one point in his career. Why would he be a distraction over these final two weeks? I just think the messaging and all of this and the way that that he is being uh, moved out, I understand you can, you can, you know, you you can make a case for anything. I just think that Derek Carr is being done wrong in Vegas. No, oh my gosh, man. You want to get li- Lifetime Achievement Award. What? You want to be at the starting quarterback's job forever. I mean, technically, they're still like, alive for the playoffs. They're still alive for the playoffs. They have not been mathematically eliminated. And yet the Raiders are punting on the season. They're punting on Derek Carr because in the last four games, Derek Carr has completed 53% of his passes. He has six touchdowns and seven interceptions at $40 million annually. That's not what I'm signing up for. And when the game is on the line, when the money's on the line, when it's the, the dash for the cash in the postseason, he hasn't played well. And so I don't understand why there's this outrage so, over the Raiders benching him when he hasn't played well. You think Jarrett Stidham gives them a better chance to beat the Niners than for how Derek Carr has played over the last four weeks? The reality of it, Dan, they're not going to the playoffs. So what are we doing? We're just going to play out the string. 
We're going to play out the string and let Derek Carr continue to play. He hasn't played well. Four games, the last four games, when they were in the midst, they climbed themselves back into the postseason push. He hasn't played well. The defense has only given up 17 points per game. You would like to think if your offense can put points up, you would win. The quarterback is a big part of that, and the quarterback has let them down. What does the fuck say? Not in the long term. Not in the long term, Bucky Brooks. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's always been there through the Antonio Brown circus, uh, through the move from Oakland to Vegas. Derek Carr has always been there. The Raiders have not been there for him. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer, who won't be in Arizona. We'll tell you next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 